Bush League Podcast. A show about nothing and everything. <laughs> Point four. Wow. Okay, Verstappen third. That's about right. Oh, here comes Hamilton. Like, oh, he's all. I green. couldn't just get lucky and him put that thing into the wall. Eh? No. Like, I don't want him to be hurt. I just, no. <laughs> I don't want to have ill will. Ah, oh, Hamilton got second. Son of a. He's wow. good, man. Ooh. Well, we I got... don't like him, but he's good. Yeah. Well, I don't think Bottas is going to last long with them anyway. Well, to be fair, I feel like they're holding them back a little bit. But where can Bottas move to? Nowhere. Like you, you can't move anywhere and go up. No. You're like you're not. No matter what he does, he's not trading up. No, no, you can't. Well, unless Mercedes, whenever they go with McLaren, and McLaren finally has a car that works well, it's the only thing he could do. Wait a minute, didn't Bottas? Oh, he was with Williams. He wasn't mm-hmm. with Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Mercedes, that's perfect for Mercedes. Why wouldn't he go to McLaren? Because if he's getting Mercedes engines, they already like him. They know him. They have a working relationship. It'd be ideal for him if they pulled him out. And he was fighting her there. There he is, the the young lad, Mr. Leclerc. He's good, though. He is. Leclerc is good. I like Ocon, but Leclerc is good. If Ocon had a good car, he might be doing all right. Uh, we're recording, so uh, if you guys want to get started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awful sneaky of you, Jeremy. Well, no, That's going to be the to intro hear, to the show. He needs to hear what it sounds like and stuff, too. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, uh, sounds and twos all dialed in. That's it. Wow, I can't believe this is all. I'll put on the GoPro and stuff and just let her go. You yeah, sure, You sure. sure that's in the right spot? <laughs> and as Give Tyson, it her a test. And as Tyson gets up and walks gingerly toward the uh, GoPro. But How's the lighting? Like, not terrible. Like, it, it is what it is, right? It's a room. <laughs> it's a room in uh, the basement. <laughs> if it's not perfect, I have to leave. <laughs> Don't know about you, but I spent two hundred dollars on makeup this morning. <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> well, I, I have to notice you have quite the uh, no n- no shine in your face today. I was quite impressed by that. <laughs> quite the no shine. <laughs> quite the dull look on your face. All right. <laughs> well, that's normal. <laughs> And here's what I didn't tell you. So there's a new app being launched this week called Oddlist. And by complete fluke, the group that I joined, trying to get advice on like how to post podcasts and stuff, this guy came on there and said, basically, he's got 20 spots. They're launching this app. They've got a sponsor already. And I talked to him. So when we launch this, we'll be on their trending page. So when people go onto the app, we're on the front page as a wow. with nice. no episodes to listen to whatsoever. No, no episodes and, and a website with just with four no floating heads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I told him, I sent him the cover and everything. And he's like, what's it about? And I told him, I said, well, nothing. It's about right. Well, nothing. Nothing but everything. Nothing about geopolitical or... Just the bush. Just the bush. Just the, just bush. the bush. Just the bush. Just the bush. Maybe we ought to watch the bush boys. This is perfect content for a bush league podcast. Pod, pod, podcast. And podcast. as usual, there's always the one guy who can't spit I, it out. Yeah. I feel like I'm that editor guy who pipes in every now and then. Do you, do you watch him <laughs> practice the jokers? Yeah. With, I don't produce content. <laughs> What's that? Impractical jokers. You can be our cue. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. I was thinking you're Sal. That's what I get at school all the time. But I can't do the double Dutch. I try so hard. We all know who he is. Yeah. Mm. I don't know the show. 
Uh, Gary, you have to watch. It's one of the you, funniest you, shows I've ever Gary seen. Gary is Joe. Gary is 100% Joe. Yeah. And of course, I'm Murr. He so would be the, the guy. Idea, the idea, Gary, whoever gets the most thumbs down throughout the show because they did mm-hmm. stuff that they refused to do, that's how you lose. So if the guys can catch you up on something you won't say, so they get you in a social situation and then say something inappropriate, and like you're reading the situation like, yeah, I'm not saying that. So you lose. <laughs> so then the gentleman's agreement they have is at the end of the show, get someone's getting embarrassed, really embarrassed, is the idea. But they have a hard time because they just can't embarrass Joe. Because <laughs> he'll do anything. Like they, they arranged this whole thing, got permission from this cafe. There's a bathroom in the cafe. And Joe, in the middle of this cafe, you're going to open the bathroom door and yell for someone to bring you toilet paper. <laughs> and Joe responded with, okay, where? Is that it? All right. And he just walked in and did it. And they all looked at each other like, what do we do? This was supposed to be his punishment. He doesn't care. <laughs> and, he, and he kicks the door open and goes, hey, I need some toilet paper. He's got the door wide open. The whole place is looking at him. And he's like, come on, guys, someone give me a hand here. What's going on? Oh, yeah. He just, there's no shame. No shame. It's just, I love the random stuff. Like, uh, the, I like the subway one where the two of them are work. They're working at, they're like making the subs or whatever. And then the guys are in, they're in their ears telling them stuff they have to do. So it's just like they're making, the guy comes in, he asks, asks for what he wants. The guy starts making the sub and he's like, just, just drop an elbow on it. So he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and just like keeps making it. And like the, the guy's looking at him and so he's, did you want anything else on that? Or, and he's just like. <laughs> Smashing his elbow with a buddy sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> so pro. Such a pro. Phones on vibrate. Professional ship. <laughs> or off. Am I the only one that muted my phone? <laughs> Mine's always on vibrate. Mine too. I like the feeling. <laughs> Who doesn't? I'm not surprised. Okay, boys. Jeremy's pretty fast and furious there on his deep brand phone. <laughs> Can we say that? I'd feel so pro if we could say we were sponsored by D brand, even though they have no idea. No, no clue. <laughs> Nor do they care who you are. <laughs> You're not wrong. I know. How do you want us to do this, Jeremy? Yeah, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, producer Jeremy. I don't know. I, I'm just I'm glad this is all working. We should start with the same thing, though, right? You should, oh, always we should have probably the same introduce intro. ourselves. This is Tyson. This is what his voice sounds like. This is Jeremy. This is what his voice sounds like. There it is. Otherwise, we're going to have like four voices that sound very similar. (laughs) This is is Cameron. (laughs) They can edit that. Like when you were saying about introduce ourselves, almost kind of tell, you know, what our jobs kind of are too, you know, to say. Yeah. I do yeah. this, I that do that. That literally could be make? the last thing we record today. <laughs> that, that, that would make What my tax return was. <laughs> <laughs> well done. My name's Tyson Terrio. My social insurance number is... <laughs> my driver's license number. Yeah. You'd almost have to say, welcome. First of all, welcome to a Bush the, League podcast. My name is Cameron. I have Jeremy... Gary and Tyson, my friends of 20-odd years. Hi, I'm Jeremy. Gary? I'm Gary. You're not Gary. I'm Gary. <laughs> I was waiting for that to happen, too. I am Tyson. There it is. We there just it is. did it. We just did it. We, <laughs> we just did it. <laughs> so just to be clear, so if you're listening, this is the Bush League podcast. And so years and years and years ago, we've been friends for about 20 years. It's kind of like Impractical Jokers, 
actually, where we don't compete to embarrass each other. We just gang up on Cameron and embarrass him. This is true. true. <laughs> so Very true. years ago, we're a little bit smarter now. Not much smarter now. <laughs> we did something called Bush League Wrestling, which was an on-the-point name. Because it was Bush League, we were not very good. We were definitely backyarders. So we might be setting your expectations of this podcast by calling it the Bush League Podcast. Because we don't know what to expect either. Because in our first venture, it was very Bush League. And in now this iteration, it is also Bush League. And so this is the Bush League Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> True story. And I'm going to be honest with everyone listening. We've prepared nothing, and uh, we're trying to sort that out right now. I think that's obvious. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm not telling you something you don't already know. We're not really uh, as formal and as planning as people think. We're more of just, you know, shoot from the hip kind of people. So we just kind of roll with whatever comes next. <laughs> he so wanted, what? So he what? He What's next? Shoot from there. Yeah. So <laughs> I so did. He's <laughs> oh on the way here. So shoot from the hip. Shoot from the hip. Shoot from the hip. I've never heard you say that expression in my entire life. <laughs> you put a mic in front of you and it just comes out. So lo loquacious. <laughs> <laughs> See now, the, the, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> See, the human dictionary over here is going to start throwing real big words at us. <laughs> like scrum trelescent. Cameron is pointing at Gary. But he doesn't know that you can't see that. <laughs> I apologize. I'm pointing at Gary. <laughs> I think it's cool to say what you do for a living because it kind of like gives you a little validity. Establishes things you might know. I have, <laughs> I have four extremely different careers. <laughs> so I, I don't know what I know. <laughs> what are those careers, Jeremy? <laughs> um. These days, <laughs> these days, I uh, am a, a, by name, a, an electrical technologist, and that sounds very pretentious. <laughs> so as the technologist, I'm the guy that sets all this stuff up. So if it sounds like garbage, it's your you fault. can send complaints to the email that I'm not giving out right now. Um, but I was a truck driver at one point. I did that for about six years. And I'm swiveling in my chair and making noise. And um, that's the technologist. That's right. And uh, I went to school for two years in Fredericton about, oh, wow, 15 years ago. <laughs> and uh, for audio engineering. And I used to go over to Cameron's house and watch wrestling while his wife attacked my arm because she couldn't believe what was happening to Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's kind of the nutshell. But I work at a engineering firm now, and I do drafting for buildings. And your name is Jeremy Bork. Did I say it? Didn't I say that? No, you did not. Oh, thank you. What's your name? <laughs> My name's Cameron Hare. Stupid rave. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's a long-standing nickname. Thanks to our other cord here, Gary. Stupid rave. <laughs> I, think, I love how it's your name in the group chat. <laughs> he doesn't know how to change it back. <laughs> I don't really care. Uh, I've pretty much I'm a web hosting technical support 
agent. I've done that for 10 years. Before that, I was a uh, natural gas collection agent for people who didn't pay their natural gas bills. Stupid rave. Just to be clear, you didn't collect the natural gas itself. <laughs> no, I collect the <laughs> funds that people owed us. Right. I was that big bad person that called you and said, where's my money? Where's my money? Wow. Did you say it like that? <laughs> no, actually, I said it like this. Hello, sir. Where's the uh, money? We see, we, see, <laughs> we see that your uh, bill is a little overdue, and we're uh, going to disconnect your gas. Is there any way you can make a payment today? No. How about you talk to a friend? Possibly go to a family member. Oh, it, really? It was a horrible job. Wow. Tell them to get, like, credit cards and yep. max them? Yep. Wow. Stupid rave. <laughs> <laughs> But now I am a web hosting technical support person, which I like a lot better. It's all websites and domains. and. So, for what? example, if I had a website and I was like, ah, my website doesn't work. And I get on the phone, I'm like, boo, doo, doo, doo. And, uh, I'm, and, I, and I press one for Cameron's team. And I say, so how do you answer the phone? Uh, thank you for contacting web, web Hosting Technical Support. My name is Cameron. How can I assist you today? My website doesn't work. Oh, very sorry to hear that, sir. Uh, may I have your domain name and the spelling of it? So I, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's your address, sir. Your actual website address. You One, go two, to your three, website. Main Street. <laughs> is that .com? Why do you want to know where I live? <laughs> is that .com or .net? <laughs> is that how you have to, like, is that the demeanor? <laughs> Oh, a dot biz. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Gary spent the big money. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's pretty much all you do. And then you go start going through the website and see if there's something wrong with the code or if the server's down and just go from there. Code? Do code. we have anyone here that knows about code? Well, I believe we may. <laughs> uh, my name is Gary. <laughs> I am a software developer. I work mostly on geospatial and electronic navigational. You work on WikiLeaks and we all know it. We <laughs> all know it. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> did you or did you not write the software for the Costa Concordia? I had nothing to do with the Costa Concordia. <laughs> <laughs> I am familiar. Did your software instruct the captain to push women and children out of the way and abandon the ship? <laughs> nope. In no way whatsoever was, we con wow. was I connected to that event. Wow. Very good. That was some intense questioning. And you uh, held your own on that. You folks can't see, but he got really nervous. <laughs> What's your favorite programming language? I... <clears throat> You say I work it, mostly in C++. Ah, I say if you say PLSQL and some Python. Okay. Oh, if you say PHP, I'm coming right across. Uh, a long time ago, <laughs> I did some PHP. This is not about not drugs. Not in years. We're not talking about <laughs> drugs. No. <laughs> um, so none of those are your favorite? I don't know how you couldn't like Python. It's yeah, quite Python, powerful. Python's pretty. Yeah, it's quite Python's the Python's pretty good, mm. yeah. Well, you heard it Most here of my days in C++, though. <laughs> You've heard it here first. Uh, we like Python, and we, we hate them all. 
the rest of them <laughs> here at <laughs> the Bush League Podcast. No love for WYSIWYG. <laughs> Would you say that you could teach someone Python? <laughs> I would give that a hurt no. You would? A hurt no. Do we have someone here who could teach things? Oh, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Who knew that Jeremy could like throw it, you know? Into the Segway. So I'm Tyson Terrio, and I guess I'm a teacher. That's why they're staring at me now, giving me the stink eye. <laughs> You, um, you have summers off. That's not hard. Before, before oh, I say that, that was a very planted comment. <laughs> uh, before teaching, I was uh, in university. So I guess there's no. <laughs> there was that. The, uh, you know, six years of your life you can't get back that you still pay for into your 30s. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So what do you teach? Tyson, uh, right now, actually, that's a whole because you guys honestly don't know this now. What's going on? So we're one of the I teach world issues in sociology mostly, and then I teach digital productions, film production, stuff like that. So what you're saying is you could do a better job at this podcast than me if it was a video. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, the audio recording is probably my weakest point at this point. Hmm. But yeah, we are we are honestly piloting a new. We're one of the first ones in the province. Um, I don't know how much I can actually say that we're doing because I don't know how much of it we're allowed to do, but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> I wonder if people um, know what province we're in, if they've guessed by now. Okay, so in the province of New Brunswick, <laughs> uh, and I have to, we have to go give a presentation next week, so I'm co-teaching with another teacher, Mark Noel, um, and we're offering more than one credit per credit hour. So the way it's working is, so the government of New Brunswick, and most provinces are the same, and I know, I know most states in the U.S. are the same, that the general outcomes for any given course, doesn't, it's not supposed to dictate your mark. It's supposed to be what you need to know to get this course. Okay. But I think a lot of teachers accidentally aren't actually measuring those. I don't think it's on purpose. I think it's, it's been job creep over time. So like a typical high school teacher. So my regular World Issues class right now is 29 students in it, and I'm flying solo. So what you're saying is teachers don't have enough to do. No, so they got to give them more to do. <laughs> right. So the idea of this would be you give... I'm not sure what Cameron's doing over there. But it's awkward. <laughs> you guys can't see this, but if you could, it'd be embarrassing for him. Um, so the idea would be what, what we've changed is I give you the outcome straight up first day and you know what those are. You get to know those as a student and I have you for two hours, not one hour. So in those two it's hours, different. you kind of declare almost like it's university, the two courses you want to get out of this and technically on paper, if a student's on the ball, they can work on three. Are we, uh, are we going to die? No, we're okay. Okay. And they uh, probably won't know what that was either because it probably didn't pick it up. But oh, good call. There's a random beep in here. But yeah, that's the yeah. idea. So technically, <laughs> and, and then like manner where the Minister <laughs> of Education liked it. Um, and then I'll kind of end it here was, and you guys would all know, like even from high school, the idea would be in high school, if you, when you fail the course, you had to take the whole course over. Yep. But in reality, you're supposed to be being measured on... <laughs> I can confirm that is <laughs> what it does. That's what happens. But in reality, though, Jay, you're supposed to be getting measured on outcomes, which means if you got 50% and failed the course, then you got half the outcomes. 
Right. So why did they make you take it all over? Why didn't they just make you take what you didn't get? But doesn't that create a scheduling nightmare? Because the idea is that course would go on in its entirety again the following year. You got year. her, but not our way. Okay. So our way is we have you for a block of time, and you could even technically be working ahead on a course. So right now we have a student who's getting an English credit and a world issues credit, and she can use all her stuff for world issues to write English. So instead of writing a separate paper for English and a separate paper for me, she writes one. Okay. And she hands it into her English teacher and to me in that block. And all the research into the paper goes towards her final project too. But what she didn't realize is she's actually hitting kind of by accident some of the law outcomes hmm. in her research that she can also use. Wow. So technically, it's, not, very, like, it's like, not like failing a course, but if she takes the block next semester and there's 10 law outcomes she needs to achieve to get that credit, she actually already got three of them the semester before. Hmm. So why, why measure something twice on a kid, especially if they've mastered it already? But you see, they do that in college. When I took refrigeration, that's what they did. You had a block and had the test and then another block and then a test. And they had it all chopped up in all these little blocks. And if you messed one up, you could go back and take it again yourself. You wouldn't have to start the whole year over. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way they did it in Well, because to be fair, life's like that. True. Like if I'm building something in the garage and I mess up on the last thing I did, I don't burn it and start over. I go fix the last thing I did. It's weird. But we, but we do that to kids in school. We make them start all over for some reason. Sounds like an internship where you're just working towards competencies. And you just missed one competency. You go back and... You go back and you take that, that one. It's true. Yeah. That, that is... That is more yeah. the way things work. So. so some of the projects that we have, so as an example of something different, which is why we're all excited. So we give them, they can decide their own projects. We didn't give them no dictation towards us whatsoever other than what are your declared courses? You need to make sure you're hitting those outcomes. So what this has turned into is we have um, one group of three. They were two groups and they kind of came together. So we had two girls passionate about doing something with single-use plastics. And then we had another guy who decided... I'm going to modify a 3D printer. I want to print prosthetics for kids who need them. And so my only introduction to those two were, you two should talk to each other. And next thing you know, they're using single-use plastics hmm. to turn it into filament for the 3D printer to literally print recycled plastic. And they're doing it. Huh. Like they're doing wow. it. So to sum up, me, Gary, and Cameron poke around with computers and Tyson changes lives and <laughs> saves the environment. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do this summer, Tyson? I worked, to get actually, Gary. <laughs> uh, we were involved in a production through halfway through July, and then halfway through August, I was back at work again. <laughs> so I got about, to be fair, I got about five weeks off this summer. Four and a half weeks, five weeks off. Yeah. Um, all four of us are unfortunately former backyard wrestlers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No yeah. one mentioned that. Yes, we we all were. Yeah. And three of us are musicians. True. And, Cameron and can clap on beat. I can confirm. Can the two. Do you clap on the two and the four? Or the one and the three. One and the three. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you're you Oops. Baptist? So you're. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> I was I was baptized united. Grew up in a Presbyterian church. That's why the, that's why the one wow. in the three. Okay, we missed out. So we Married just... a Catholic girl <laughs> in a Pentecost church. Oh, I'm uh, good. He is a Christian mutt. 
Or if you're at a Dream Theater concert, you can clap on the two and the seven. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I hope there's some fans out there who get that. (laughs) Yeah, because I didn't. (laughs) Man, it sounds like like you just described your upcoming album. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. So the idea is uh, one of us is going to bring something to the podcast table each week and uh we're gonna learn about it we're gonna talk about it and uh that's kind of the premise of the show even multiple things yes and it will likely not be serious and uh it will be very lighthearted. something that will make you feel not happy or sad (laughs) when it it's done (laughs) we hope in theory Uh, Gary looks to be looking for a topic as we speak. Gary's getting going through his well, Rolodex. I'm too because while we were on the Bush League wrestling thing and how bad we were at it, <laughs> there are, there is video of that. Uh, the, uh, there video is. <laughs> Thank holy goodness. cow! You Thank know what we're goodness, doing this. This is a podcast. <laughs> yeah. We can already post uh, Vince Russo just going ham on Cameron. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this yeah, is true. I did get. Uh, I, I, I was yeah. <laughs> Everything else we do not have copyright for and do not plan to pay to get copyright for. So we will have basically no content except for our own. <laughs> True story. I was thinking about, I wanted to know your guys' thoughts. Because some of us still watch wrestling. Some of us don't watch it as much anymore. And then some of us haven't watched it in years. But we all watched it during the Monday Night Wars. True. Correct. And now AEW is debuting. I feel like they stole our idea. They are debuting, <laughs> except they could wrestle and we can't. <laughs> they, they stole our I- idea, and they're they're going head-to-head with WWE on Wednesday nights. So kind of by fluke and not necessarily on purpose, to be fair, NXT already had its show on Wednesday nights. And then they get a TV deal offered to them by the USA Network to go live because they like the product. And it just happens to be the same night of the week as AEW is about to go live on... TNT, right? Now, we all know that there's no coincidences when stuff like that happens, especially when it comes to the WWE. That had to have been a laid out you plan. Think? Oh, it had to be. There's no way. How could it not be? This is like the last Monday Night Wars. Because when WCW did it, Vince did the same thing. And then, of course, when they went to SmackDown, of course, Thunder was on. They did the same thing to them. So they just kept trying to outdo each other and of course you had a millionaire versus a billionaire and in the end the millionaire beat the billionaire it's a different i wanted to know your thoughts on this because it's different what's different for you guys is when it was nitro versus raw it was literally the big boys versus the big boys though correct and now aew has their show coming on and what does wwe have coming on is their their enhancement <clears throat> they're, they're performance guys. They're they're literally in training. It's NXT. Their goal in NXT is to eventually end up on Raw or SmackDown. But I think the reason they went with the NXT to go against AEW because the AEW guys were all independent wrestlers, and the NXT brand wrestles more of the indie, in, style. In, indie style. It's not like a WWE style, which is kind of polished, and they don't do a lot of the higher maneuvers and everything like that, but the independent guys are trying to make a name for themselves in AEW. Well, I, does I saw one comment online that kind of hit me and it wasn't, I think it's partially true, but like 
someone just posted or commented on a post. Um, basically, when are people going to realize they're picking WWE or AEW already, but when are they going to realize that AEW is not competing for someone who watches Raw? They're competing for someone who watches NXT. And that was before NXT got the TV deal. Because NXT is very... It's, it's some high spots. It's fast-paced. They're indie guys. They all have something to prove. They're not wrestling as many times during the week. So <clears throat> NXT travels now. It does. So it's doing house shows during the week and everything. Um, but the style is just, it's hard-hitting. It's fast-paced. Well, what are the ratings like for Raw these days anyway? Haven't, not, I've, not haven't they like gone it down? Used to be. Yeah. The first, the first NXT one, I think they said they got one point some million views. For, yeah, for the first show, and that, when you think about it, that's not raw. That's not that's raw. That's the debut show for, and most basically of, what's supposed to be your farm team. Just the farm team in this case happens to be more exciting to watch, if you ask me. It's <laughs> true. It's like you said because of the style. You, you, WWE, you see them twice a week, and they can't do the high flying moves, obviously, because they are on the road all the time. Like they go city to city to city, and they never stop. Well, the NXT guys get probably. They do like three tapings in a day or two days, and then they're off for a week. So those guys can take those high-risk, high-intensity, fast pace compared to the other guys can. Yeah. Well, there's just not as much wear on there. Well, it was like ECW back in the day. Gary and I used to watch ECW, and it was like, we was what, once a week you'd watch the show, and they pretty much killed each other. <laughs> Well, they didn't have to wrestle all week. Correct. And they had other ways of managing their pain back then. Yes, <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair point. Yeah, ECW did ECW did a lot of things outside the box. <laughs> but I find they're doing it different over in the UK, though. It's the NXT is different here than it is in the UK because UK NXT is pretty much the highest they can go because there is no like Raw or SmackDown. But did you see what they did? They brought Pete Dunne and Rhea Ripley from NXT UK over to NXT as if they were getting an upgrade when it's basically the same product. It's supposed to be the same. It's supposed to be like sister products. Mm. And now all of a sudden, I don't know where Rhea Ripley went. I don't. She lost one match, kind of by DQ, to Shayna Baszler. It was a really good match. And all of a sudden, boom, they're having another number one contenders match as if Rhea's not there. Like, you just brought her over. The first ever UK champ for the women doesn't even lose to the NXT champ and you're having a number one contender match without her. Like I just didn't make, it doesn't make sense to me. What, what about the women? Cause the few clips that I have watched, they seem to be saying that the women are much more exciting than the men. It is. Oh, absolutely. Like I am a big Shayna Baszler fan <clears throat> right now. And I'm, I Kyrie Sane and all the, well, you guys know. Io Shirai Io is Shirai. a wicked heel. Yeah. I'm a huge Japanese wrestling but fan. But all, all the women I like to watch are at NXT. It's the same <laughs> yeah. thing all over again. Even uh, even IHW has women now. You see that? <laughs> yeah. In yeah. Moncton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they, but they do. And they're good. But it's getting more popular because I think the women have made it such a long way on Raw and SmackDown too with like your Charlottes and Beckys and Sashas and Baileys and... Yeah, they're they're actually performing. Where before they could perform, they wouldn't let them. They put they them in all those them. stupid gimmick matches. Yep. And now they're like, hey, listen, can you go out and do an hour long Iron Man match? Sure. Sure. Is uh, Ronda Rousey still? She'll be back. Is she she's injured? not there now. Or? She, yeah, she is. She's still under contract, and they just basically, I think, put pause on her contract. So I think 
this is a fluke thing. I think she was getting ready to come back, and I know they had filmed some stuff, and then she was off filming a Mexi- uh, in Mexico some movie and doing her own stunts, and someone slammed a door and took the end of her finger off. So what? she was actually getting ready to come back, and she had to have, like, reconstructive surgery on one of her fingers. She posted a picture of it. Holy cow. It's pretty gruesome. <laughs> Not going to lie. But you see, the thing they all want to do with them is because in NXT, there were always the four horsewomen. There was Becky and Charlotte and... Sasha. Sasha. Bailey. And Bailey. They were always the, called the four horsewomen. Well, the real four horsewomen from the MMA world are all in WWE now. Three are in NXT Three and Ronda's the fourth. Yeah. So ah. they have the four horsewomen fighting each other. This last two or three weeks, they started a storyline that they're all trying to defeat each other. But in the end, I think we're wondering Ron, if Ronda's going to come when out. When Ronda comes or something. out, we assume that's going to be the four horse women of the MMA versus the four horse women of the WWE. Because they're like, two of them are still looking a little, like a little green. But I mean, Shane has been ready for a while. Shayna Baszler is one of Ronda's. Like, she's NXT champ right now. She's a machine. It looks real. Pump. You are worried about other people's well being, <laughs> which I think that's why I like her so much. Hmm. Like, like she my, my boys p- watch it with me, and I thought Maddox was going to be sick one night when she, uh, I think it was Dakota Kai, had her arm all folded backwards and then stomped her elbow. Well, and I don't know how you fake that. Well, uh, she actually didn't. That actually did put her on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> that was an actual legitimate injury. That's what injured her was when... Are you suggesting that wrestling is fake? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, gravity is real. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeremy, why don't you tell us? Because you got suplexed onto a ladder one night, and tell me that didn't hurt. Uh, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> That's right. One, one of these days, we're going to do a commentary <laughs> on the Bush League Wrestling uh, like a retros- <laughs> le- Like a retrospective. Yeah. I like and no it. one will care except us. No one will care about us. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's, uh, I have to bring Clifford out for the commentary. Oh, man. <laughs> you could do an episode in character. I wouldn't mind adrenaline. I don't know what time my shoe would say. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that these days? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't think, so. <laughs> I think I should. Times have changed. TS. Our PM there, JT, is in a little bit of trouble, so I don't know if you're allowed to do. Good point. Yeah. Same time period. I did not wrestle in black or brown face. I did not. No. No. He just wore a mask. Just wore yeah, a mask. He did. Hey, Liguero can do it. Hey, Liguero's wicked, though. Yes, he is. It's phenomenal. You guys can start watching wrestling again, boys. What are you doing? Nothing. Don't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying st- to adjust the mic before anybody asks any questions. <laughs> good, good, good. good call, Cameron. I'm explaining that for the listeners. <laughs> Which is only us. <laughs> <laughs> so, you mentioned the Justin Trudeau. Are we doing current events? <laughs> oh. oh, no. Because there's a very significant, uh, you were talking about music uh, event. that just popped up on my notifi- notification. Mm-hmm. Metallica scraps rest of 2019 tour as lead singer. Unlock. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, and no. now it's you gone. Tease. If you were about to ruin James oh, for me, no. I don't know what I'll. As lead singer Start from the top again, James. So you can edit that. <laughs> Good point. Metallica scraps rest of 2019 tour as lead singer James Hetfield enters rehab. Wow. What? Yeah. 
after all these years, I guess. Oh, man. Yeah. Hmm. But he's been good for a long it's, well, time. Well, yeah, since because like the St. Anger. Yeah. The, the documentary, Some Kind of Monster. That's what I'm trying to think, which was when they were recording St. Anger. That was the documentary for that album. I think they were either in rehab then or they just got out recently or something. He had I done think. a stint. Yeah. Because I remember them going on about him. He was hunting in Russia and stuff, and he just kind of disappeared for, I don't know if it was weeks or months, and they couldn't. Because I remember Lars was all riled up over, basically couldn't get a hold of him. We couldn't even discuss stuff. Where did he go? But he was looking after himself, right? Like he just had to. He had to go do that. Take that time. But that's. So that was like, what, 2007? Six? I, I can look that up. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, the DVD's behind us on the shelf, but I can't reach it because I'm all wired in. Put that on. It, uh, yeah, that's that's too bad. I mean, like, I hope he's okay. I, I don't. Yeah. Well, obviously, he got to a point where he knew he needed to to get help, and he just said, "Well, I got to do it." Yeah. So when that comes to that point, you got to do what's best for you. 2004. Oh, <laughs> that makes me feel really old. Wow. <laughs> I remember buying that yep. the day it came out. Yeah. Yep. St. Anger, the album that everyone complained about the sound of it. What is Metallica's last album? Uh, There's a Death Magnetic. Magnetic. And then there was. And then there. After that, because his voice was pretty. Yeah. It's getting pretty shocked. Getting to the end of it on that album, wasn't it? (laughs) Well, not that I'm condoning this, but like, I think it's, it's kind of fair to say that Metallica changed a lot after. Uh, they kind of cleaned up their their lives, I guess, to, to some degree, like doing rehab, stuff like that. I think they didn't have as much to be angry about. <laughs> they were being better family people. They were, you know, like getting their, getting a lot of things on track. Little and, angry they couldn't sue Spotify after they yeah. pulled off the Napster. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They've already been down that road. Um. And I just found, like, it, it kind of changed, I guess. Like, they, they sort of started to sound like they were continuing the Metallica sound, but without the initial Metallica intent when they were younger. And, you know, so it it's definitely lost a bit of its edge. And I'm seeing it here, yeah. Metallica cancels tour dates, postpones upcoming tour dates as James Hetfield returns to, yeah, yeah man. So it's, it's too bad because I'm at a point in my life where I'm, more happy for him to be healthy than for yeah. him to yeah. go back to alcohol so that the songs can be better. <laughs> so next topic, Gary, you going to do one of your cards? You on a card? What are the, what are the cards? Because I've got They're something pretty random. But we can go to the cards. You got well, something? Well, kinda. I'm I am adamant. Just so you know, because we were joking in the group chat <laughs> on everything I have. I think Bigfoot's real. What? Have you seen yourself with your shirt off? (laughs) (laughs) And you think you're the one saying what to me? You've probably been mistaken for him. (laughs) Or at least one of his children. Wow. That picture of Bigfoot in the freezer was just Cameron crawled up in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Listen here, Joey Ryan. (laughs) You and your Joey Ryan mustache. Nothing wrong with that mustache. <laughs> well, it only took him four years to grow it. So, Cameron, I'm assuming you're not a believer. 
I don't know. There's lots of weird things that you wonder about. Is there Loch Ness monsters or Bigfoot? They're all kind of the same well, thing. I can help you now. There is no Loch Ness monster, but there is a Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, you can believe in one and not the other. You can, because there is a Bigfoot. So like, I don't know what you want me to. Actually, the Loch Ness monster was just in the news, like like last week. Really? Because they they can do some back testing of DNA in water because it's a lake, and come to find out. There was at one point giant eels. What about so that in Loch Ness? Yeah, they found the DNA for that so, classic picture is a giant eel jumping out of the water. Legitimately, could have been an eel. Yeah. Wow. Do you believe in the chipperchondra? Mm, you, but yeah, you're you, going down the rabbit hole on me here. You're going to have a whole. What's the story on those timbits? <laughs> <laughs> Can I have one? Here yeah, yeah, they're for you guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. And I don't know about Mothman because I kind of like Mothman too. What? <laughs> but Bigfoot, I'm telling you. What? So a couple weeks ago, so listen to this one. Never mind, we could we could do a whole episode in the Patterson Gimlin film. Yes, I even know the name of the film. That's how big of a dork I am. <laughs> okay, I'm wearing. My, you guys can't see. I'm wearing my Bigfoot socks today as well. Okay, I would say, it's a thing. It's impressive. Um, but a couple um, fishermen got chased out of the woods in Washington State. A couple weeks ago. I should look this up to confirm this. This really is not fair to do to you guys. Um, they didn't see a Bigfoot. They didn't say they saw a Bigfoot, but they knew something was chasing them and there was a bunch of noise and it followed them out of the woods. So they just run into the woods. Um, they didn't think it was a bear because they had run long enough that the bear would have given up. Like I've experienced that myself. Like bears are so docile now, they don't care. What about a moose? You get, you get away. You get away from their young and they're, they're okay. Well, it could have been a moose. Fair game. Except that's not how the story ends. So they get in the truck. They leave. Um, they call the sheriff station. And the sheriff comes out and looks around and doesn't find anything. Can't find anything other than some broken branches and stuff. Um, and then someone comes out. I can't remember who came out. I'm going to mess the story up, but like someone can look this up. Um, but essentially someone comes out and they find like a tuft of hair stuck to one of the trees as if it had brushed by the tree. Anyway, this was quite a while ago, but the story ends with they did test this hair. They did not find out what it was, which they should have been able to find out what it was. That's the thing. But the DNA results came back as unknown primate. This was a couple of weeks ago. Well, I'm convinced there's a Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, very easily. At the very least, that's a little freaky. So oh, yes. what, when was this? Like what year? This year, but the oh, test just came back, like the article came out just a couple of weeks ago because the DNA results had just come back from what they thought it was because Bigfoot skeptics were all excited, right? Like, what was this? And it came back as an unknown primate. So it didn't test positive for anything, just came back as primate family. Okay. Well, that's something other than those videos that used to be on TLC on Sunday night from know, 1980s right? of that <laughs> giant... Well, can I tell you... Something that happens in society in general, like we're joking about Bigfoot, but I always get a kick out of, this is the line, right? Oh, if Bigfoot was real, you could apply this to anything. Someone would have seen it by now. True. Or if that conspiracy was true, someone would have said something by now. But whenever someone says anything, they're crazy. Yeah, that's true. So if anybody is willing to stand <laughs> up and go, oh, I saw one, Chase, man, you're nuts, man. <laughs> that was a goose. It's true. <laughs> it was just making a lot of, but like, that's what happens. People are just kind of like. It's true. Shrugged off. And it could be anything. It could be a conspiracy or a, you yep. know what I mean? Like you. 
Trump and the CIA right now could be, oh, that's just nuts. They're lying. Like it's all the, you know what I mean? But that is the go-to line is if that was true or if that was real, yeah, someone would say something and then. Because it's easier to do that than uh, actually take a stance. But right. unlike all the other, like Loch, Loch Ness keeps coming up, right? Of all of them, there is more evidence towards Bigfoot than any of the. Okay, wait a minute. So, there's casts, footprints, <laughs> hair samples, sightings. If, if you think Bigfoot's real. What about the abominable snowman? Would he not be somewhat of a Do you want to go there with me? Are you even up to date on the Dyatlov Pass incident, Cameron? Because there's been new findings. I will dork out on you so hard. He did not have that prepared. (laughs) He really just knew whatever he just said. He did not look it up. Dyatlov Pass, Cameron, go. Throw (laughs) down. Give me a mic. You, you have one. You, you, oh, wait, you, yeah. Hey. <laughs> you have, you've had one for the last hour. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I, I, w- I would love to do an episode on the Dyatlov Pass incident. And just so you know, that's not Bigfoot related. People just don't know what it was or Abominable Snowman. But this group goes hiking. They're all like university students, except for one older fella, just to get their accreditation for... Like in, it's in Russia, and they uh, they give out badges or certification for how far up you can you can work. It. Like, so are you a certified hiker? Could you be a guide, et cetera, et cetera? It's just that type of thing. But they disappeared for for days. Are you looking it up? Because I'll spell it for you. Well, actually, D Y A T L O V. Um, <laughs> but regardless, but this is this is the the mystery. Like, I feel bad for them. They photo they had cameras and everything because they had to prove they did the hike. They were very extreme in that. They knew how to take care of themselves. So every night the boots came off, they washed their feet. They didn't want to get gangrene. They didn't want your feet can get wet and swell. It's cold, there's snow. And then they just never came home. And so when the, when a search party went out and they went looking for them, like this should be a movie, except there'd be no ending. So it'd be the worst movie ever. Whatever scared them so bad, they cut their way out of the tent to get out. Yeah, they ran out without their boots. Ran out without their boots, barefoot. Some of them, no jackets on. And they, they never found any of them together. They found two of them under a tree. They found two of them down in a ravine. Oh. They found one of them up river. <clears throat> and to this day, no one knows what happened that they had to get out of the tent that quick. They just... I know what story you're talking... Yeah, because... Yeah, it was in... Yeah, uh, the Russian one. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and there's pictures of them right up until... Like, they were smiling. They were happy. They were looking after each other. Yeah. They had brought a little ukulele or something with it. They were playing songs around the campfire at night. They all washed their feet. They did the bandages. They changed their socks. Like, it was a hardcore, just to prove that you could do this hike. They were prepared. That's what they went out to do. And they just didn't come home. And then they found them like that. I think I saw that on, like, one of those, the richest top tens that are terrible. Sounds like quite a list. If, you know what I'm talking about? The richest, they do these top tens, but they do like these yeah, gross yeah. generalizations that are sometimes wrong. Yeah, there's a lot There's a lot to unpack there. Like that could be an episode. Isn't that the one where they thought, segment, but. in that case though, you're talking about, didn't they assume that they had all gone eating something and they all went crazy and that's what they were trying to say Who it was? knows? Because they didn't. They but, didn't find them, but they found them, but they were all frozen. And they like were all. One, one poor girl, like her eyes and tongue were gone, I think. I was going to say there was like, Mutilation, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when they when they found her, did the autopsies. First of all, the military took the bodies. I don't know what's up with that. I think there's a lot to unpack there. Oh, but, I didn't know that. But like the poor thing, like there was blood in her stomach, which means she was still alive. Maybe when her tongue was gone. So there's a, there's all this weird. So like the only reason I got into that, Cam, is because you said the abominable snowman, and that was a theory. And he did it. Well, <laughs> uh, case closed. You look guys. Into it, you look into it, and I legitimately don't think that that's a thing for that. 
Like, there's a big theory online that, like, military exercises, because they were doing stuff up above the mountains and everything. But regardless, something happened very quickly that these young people who were so prepared to go on this hike wow. just left their tent in freezing temperatures in With the no snow. With no clothes unprepared. other than what no they clothes, had on. No clothes, no socks, no boots. Just, just ran. Yeah. Whatever it was scared them bad. I don't know if I want to know. You know? I don't know if I want to know. I looked into it one night hard, and yeah. I... Went down the rabbit hole, and I don't know if I want to know either, because I was. <clears throat> none of them looked like they died comfortably. Yeah, it's not a. I'd want to know if they. I would want to know how it happened if they died comfortably. <laughs> <laughs> that I if completely not, understand I, you know, that feeling. If not, I don't want to know. Did uh, speaking of governments and oh things, did any of anyone go to the big? Area 51 uh, <laughs> Where they stood around half coffee and <laughs> looked through the fence. I think there was a report of one man uh, caught urinating uh, near Area 51. I think there was a, a woman that maybe approached the fence. There was 2.5 million or 3 million maybe people in this Facebook group. They were going to go to Area 51 and the idea was... They can't stop all of us. So I think when it came time for the actual event, 75 people showed up. I'm not looking any of this up, and all these numbers <laughs> could be wrong. Um, it was a lot of people showed sounds up. Sounds about right. I thought it was like 75. Oh, I think, uh, was I'm going to Google that for you while you're talking. Thank you. Um, and they, they just kind of they had some music, and I think it was kind of like a festival next to Area 51. And then no one really did anything, but they were, you know, kind of interesting thought. You know, it's like, well, you know, if three million people descended on the base. I mean, uh, it only depends know. upon what they were, what they really have there for real. Do you know? No one knows. <laughs> Bob Lazar knows. <laughs> That's the guy. Yeah. So the article. He was reads, the first guy that wasn't he like the guy that started all that. Like he was. Yeah. The, yeah. He, he yeah. worked there. Right. He worked there. He worked there, and then he came out and said. More than 2 million people, no more than 2 million alien enthusiasts said they were interested in storming the gates at the secret Nevada military base. And the date has arrived. The original raid was actually canceled when its organizer said it was all just a joke. <laughs> and the Air Force warned that it's probably not a great idea. <laughs> the Air Force. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I'm still looking. Journalists at the scene. A couple hundred people. Just so it was a few hundred. Okay. Yeah, a couple hundred people. This is yeah. how rumors happen. Like 75, 75, that's where you got that number. 75 people literally went to the gate. Okay, so that's what it was. But they it was a couple went. hundred people gathered around. Okay. The, okay. Yeah. Wow. I guess they all decided to, you know, I don't want to be shot today. Yeah. <laughs> what I did sign up for, though, was the raid on Sony headquarters. Because <laughs> we want Spider-Man back. No, it's done. I know it's a done deal as of yesterday, I think, eh? Done deal as of yesterday, yeah. They finally yeah. patched up their little tiff because they realized, wait a minute. If we fight, we won't make any money. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, Spider-Man is you owned by this? Sony and Marvel. The film rights are owned by Sony. The film rights are owned so, by Sony. So Sony so said. So Sony had enough of Spider-Man being successful in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and decided, we'll even keep the director and Tom Holland, but we're going on our own. And Marvel, you can't have Spider-Man anymore. Okay. So all this stuff that has happened with like shrines to Tony and all this stuff in the, sorry if I spoiled anything, folks, and, <laughs> okay, like that would all be gone. It was like they'd have to pretend like the Avengers just didn't exist in the next Spider-Man movie. 
So they like, start over again. They'd but have they just to signed a new deal yesterday. The largest grossing film, wasn't it, of all time or one of the top? Just didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, maybe they're just selling off to Disney before why they can, because I hear a lot of rumors of Apple buying Sony. Is that a real thing? I can't imagine. Oh, you mean for the rights to that? No. In general? Just to buy In them general, out. buying the, out Sony. The only thing I can imagine Apple being interested in is the rights to that, because it, I think there's a rumor that Apple is going to have its own streaming service at some point. It's more than a rumor, be- it's available in November. Oh, well, there you go. So, you know, I would, I could see them doing something like what Disney did and trying to buy up rights for, uh, you know. Well, look at Disney now. They have their own on-demand service, right? And before they had all of their movies, which would have brought a lot of people in, yes. But when you buy Star Wars and then Mm -hmm. you buy the MCU, it's like you have a huge juggernaut now. Well, now they have all these shows coming out, right? Well, yeah. Like Falcon and Hawkeye and... There's rumors of an Ant-Man show. So Ant-Man not getting a third movie, but getting a show instead. So here's what I found. Uh, In light of the stalemate and negotiations between Disney and Sony over the property of Spider-Man, Apple has revealed they are looking into buying Sony pictures for themselves. Wow. That's massive. But that was two days before it was announced that they did make a deal on the Spider-Man thing. So you were thinking that Apple was waiting, figured they might strike while the... Getting was good, or <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that strike while the iron is hot? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> strike while the getting is good. He's just shooting from his hip. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that edit makes it into this one, so that makes sense. <laughs> so that makes sense. <laughs> Call back. Yeah, strike while the getting is good. Strike. <laughs> Bush League podcast. <laughs> strike while the getting is good. <laughs> gonna make like a banana and leave. <laughs> But as funny as a screen door in a battleship. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> it used to be as fun- it used to be as funny as a screen door in a submarine. Yeah, but uh, now I would almost guess that you're referencing that Flex Seal commercial where Buddy cuts a hole in the boat and he puts the door and that seals it with Flex Seal. That is an amazing product. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, what is happening? <laughs> Wow. Can we get sponsored by Flex Seal? We talked about all the things that it fixes. Flex Seal, are you hearing us? <laughs> we can be your number one distributor in Canada. Mr. Seal. <laughs> Mr. Seal. So we're talking about these guys that were uh, up there in the wilderness cutting their way out of the tent. What's the, What do you think the chances you, you would survive out there in the wilderness? I think oh, I'm just zero. Left, left to your own devices zero. out there zero. in the wilderness. This is going to be a quite the conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would die very fast. I don't know how to do anything. I need a grocery store. I need trucks bringing food <laughs> to the grocery store so I can get my food. Need internet. I need the Cell internet. Phone. I, need I phone. would have I need a, a deep prayer brand skin. of surviving if it was blueberry season. <laughs> <laughs> and that'd be it. Yeah, I, oh. I, I honestly think I could survive. Because I'm hairy and I have that extra layer of security. <laughs> until until hunting season, you get mistaken for a bear. <laughs> no, I think I could. I think I... I Why? Well, what, what do you do? Like, what's the first thing you do? First thing you do is you make a shelter. You go to the nearest tree. What? You cut pine pine boughs down. What do you cut it with? Well, you break them with a, either you kick them or you actually use a rock or find something laying around. Toenail. <laughs> <laughs> Toenail. Yeah, well done, Gary. <laughs> 
See, that's <laughs> you just got to get to a pine tree. I can't need you need a water filter like first. But no, yeah. Cameron's good. Yeah, water's number one, right? He yeah. already practices drinking his own urine because <laughs> it's sterile and he likes the taste. <laughs> that's hurtful. Yeah. So I take it we're not going to go stay out in the woods to look for Bigfoot then? Well, Tyson Ooh. doesn't even like to go camping, let alone go out in the woods. I would go look for Bigfoot, though. I'm shocked. Wait, you'd have to sleep in a tent. There's no sleeping, man. I'm up all night. I'm looking for Bigfoot. Good There's point. a zero chance no of survival. <laughs> Maybe you should. What do you do if, what do you, do if you find him? What yeah, happens? What do you do? Hog tie him? <laughs> you, you, you bring him on the podcast. <laughs> How do you know he speaks English? Good question. They don't speak, Cameron. How do Gosh. you know? Maybe through a series of grunts and sign language at best. Oh, like what you do. <laughs> <laughs> then how do you know what I'm saying now? <laughs> I don't know. It's just all... Yeah, but water first, right? That's You got to get water or shelter. Which came first, the I water or the shelter? Water. <laughs> okay. Well, it depends what woods and where you are, boys. There's what do you mean? a big distinction. Why does it depend on the woods? Well, probably if you're in like the middle of Jamaica or some crazy place like that. Jamaica. <laughs> what did they ever do to you? <laughs> I feel like it's a it's spot. Hot. It's an you island. <laughs> you don't have to walk very far to find people. Find water. Yeah, yeah. Find people or water? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Jen. Yeah. Fresh water there down there. Yeah, it's surrounded by <laughs> fresh water. <laughs> Fields of marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, are you like, trying to insinuate something? <laughs> Hell, that could be here. <laughs> Isn't there a crop going up there in Chatham somewhere? <laughs> uh, not officially. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, Jake seems to know. <laughs> what just happened? Yeah. Uh, that so, one's just to the crop. Water answers. or shelter? You uh, still didn't really answer the. You just said it depends. I would have to say shelter first, and then you look for water because you have to come back to some place. I just can't get past <laughs> being lost in the woods in Jamaica. <laughs> and it's like, that's the one you pick. Are you dead, man? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, we can't use that one. Cameron saw cool runnings once, and now he thinks he could survive in the woods in Jamaica. There's like the Amazon. There's some large places. Coconut. Yeah. Oh, he, he doesn't say the rainforest. He doesn't say the middle of Africa. Yeah. Jamaica. Large. <laughs> it just cracks me up. I have another uh, card, Gary. <laughs> Bear grills over there. Is that <laughs> We're not really uh, as formal and as planning as people think. We're more of just, you know, shoot from the hip kind of people. So we just kind of roll with whatever comes back. So what? So what? What's next? Shoot from there. (laughs) I so did. (laughs) You just wasted some of your life listening to the Bush League podcast. You must stop what you're doing right now. Like and subscribe and leave a five star rating. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and like us on Facebook. 
Ha 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 